Hey, welcome to the first episode of Real Talk with Chris and Josh. My name is Josh Coleman. For those of you guys that do not know me, I've uh, been in the real estate industry for about 10 years. I won't spend a lot of time on me. Uh, excited for today's guest. As this is the first series or the first episode in this series of Real Talk with Chris and Josh, I really wanted to give you guys an insight of what we're trying to do here, right? We're trying to give you guys, real estate agents as a whole, the opportunity to really take a sneak peek into uh, the careers of other agents, uh, our colleagues, some of our team members across the globe that have really done well in the real estate industry. And so, um, you know, before I introduce today's guest, Chris, you want to just give a, a quick plug here? Yeah, absolutely. Excited to be a part of this podcast, Josh. Thanks for jumping in and kind of taking the reign on this. Um, Chris Okamura here, Team Freedom, EXP Realty, aka the Japanese Cowboy, for those who don't know me, but now you do. Uh, we're definitely excited again to piggyback off Josh. We're definitely trying to create more value here and add to those in the environment and kind of share with them our team across the country and their amazing talents. So we're excited to have Shireen because she definitely tops the chart in that area. Awesome, Chris. Well, thank you. And, and Shireen, uh, I guess this is your stage. So uh, welcome to the podcast, Shireen. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you guys so much for doing this. I really appreciate it. I'm excited to share with you. And I'm even more excited to hear all the others that we'll be sharing. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, for those of you guys that do not know Shereen, Shereen Duncan, uh, she is the co-founder or excuse me, the founder and the owner, not the co-founder, the founder and the owner of Hawaii Lux team. Uh, she operates a team um, that has 15 agents on it. Uh, and she kind of, uh, she has agents in her, I guess, business partner agents all across uh, the island. So we'll talk about that in just a second, but she's been in real estate for quite some time. Uh, Shireen, where'd you come from? How'd you get started? Kind of give us a, a, a little bit of who Shireen is. Okay, I'll give you a quick, boring background. I was born into real estate. <laughs> my grandparents even sold real estate. I'm literally third generation. My daughter who works with me is fourth generation. Um, so definitely born into it. I worked for an appraiser while I was in high school, which I was really interested in. I thought I would end up in appraising. I thought that was so fun. Um, just then I moved on quickly to the mortgage business because I was like, no, I'm not selling houses because everybody in my family does. So like I really thought I got out of the interest industry. So anyway, I was in that business, had a mortgage company in San Luis Obispo for California for uh, 15 years and then ended up working, moving to Lake Tahoe, California. Um, and there is where I got involved with Fidelity National Title. Again, I had dabbled with them even in San Luis Obispo. So became, got into sales with them. They hired me in Hawaii to be the sales manager for all islands. So that's what moved me to Hawaii 10 years ago plus. And so then I just started working all the islands. It was great because I really got to know the agents. But the, the bottom line is then I got into real estate in 2014, um, finally. And was able to make the top 100 in realtors with 8,000 realtors my second year. And I know the reason for that was my entire life, I, I was building relationships with agents, with the top best agents, whatever in area I was, San Luis Obispo, Lake Tahoe, Hawaii, I was seeking out and finding the top 100 realtors. I was doing everything I could to build a relationship with those specific people. Well, I learned a lot over the years. 25 years from those specific people, a lot. So when I got into real estate, even though I didn't know anyone in Hawaii that was not a realtor, minus one person that owned a restaurant, everybody else I knew was a realtor. And now I'm going to sell houses. What a joke, right? Think about that. A little bit that. of competition, huh? 
Yeah. <laughs> so I knew the one thing I knew is if I was going to get in real estate, I had to have a marketing plan. I didn't care what it was. I knew the marketing plan that would work would just be the one that I worked 100% of the time. Yeah. So I just had to get seriously busy. And that's what I did. I happened to, I, we won't go if you want, I don't need to go into what my marketing plan was, but the whole, because I, I think this is more on relationships today. So yeah, absolutely. I wanna, back to you and say, where do you want me to go from there? <laughs> yeah, so I want to speak on that really. And that's really what I brought you in for. Chris and I brought you guys in for is that really the importance of building and maintaining relationships. I mean, you're fourth generation into this, right? So you can't do it for four generations if relationships aren't, uh, you know, in the cards, right? Or in a mm -hmm. part of that marketing plan. So let's kind of just jump into some of the questions that we have for you. Um, how did you like, whenever you were with the title company, right? And you were really working the Hawaii market. When you left that and said, okay, I'm going to go plug into the real estate industry in 2014. How did you really take relationships and build on that to what you've built today? That's a great question. Um, I could go to two different lanes with this one with my exp building exp as far right. as, uh, because of my relationship with realtors, or I could go on how I built my real estate business. Yeah. So let's take it to the sales side, right? Cause I mean, okay. everybody's going to have their own thing and perception about exp, but let's go to like, okay, Hey, you're taking an agent that could have been in a completely different industry. And I know there was some crossover, right? Obviously with title and fidelity and all that stuff. But when you plugged in in 2014, you said, okay, I'm, I'm going to make this my career of choice. Like how did relationships play a role in that? Honestly, the way they played a role is um, I already knew all the agents. Like I knew all the agents in the town that I decided, Kailua, where I am. And so when I would have open houses, my whole way that I got into real estate was really focusing in on listings. So what was great is I already had these great relationships with all of the very top realtors in my area. So when I would have a listing, I'd call those agents. I would send them pictures ahead of time saying, here's where my listing will be. And I got so much support from the top agents supporting me um when i came into real estate it was pretty amazing so i was because i already had these relationships with them able to get them in fact um they're the ones that bring all the offers anyway the top 10 percent of the agents out there are doing 90 percent. so they were the ones bringing me offers on my listings and i was a heavy listing agent yeah awesome when you look at relationships and how they pertain to working with buyers and sellers right it sounds like you're a heavy listing agent but let's just talk about working with the client specifically what are some of the things that you've built into your kind of day-to-day -day practices that really, you know, help uh, build community uh, with your clients? Okay. So basically there's a few little things that I do that I work into my marketing that um, I got from different people over the years. Let me start with um, just being able to meet somebody for the first time and talk to them and say what I need to say. I took the, uh, I don't know if anybody's been through Hell Week with Terry Shodin, but no. she's amazing. And she is just, she's gonna, it's really painful. You go through tears, but you learn how to approach someone with a three minute elevator speech that will blow their socks off. And as painful as it was to learn that, I learned it. It was horrible. Even though I was in Santa Barbara in this beautiful hotel, I remember it was painful. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So anyway, so I started kind of with that as far as you know that really did help me knowing how to t speak to people making sure that i was getting their attention but not talking too much about myself yeah. um 
I think it's really important to open the door. You know, I, one of the things that I always, I just say myself about relationships, I say relationships are born with kindness and commonality, and then they grow with consistent communication. Mm, I like it. So that's just, that's just something that, that I believe. So I am always trying to find my connection with people. Um, and the way I've always done that, well, not always, but since social media came out, it's like been a, the biggest, most amazing tool ever because I used to have to like be weird and right. stalk people in other ways to try to find out like where they taking their kids. They got kids, they got dogs, they got what they got, you know, and it was terrible. So now it's, uh, I can go on social media, find out, oh, they love surfing. Oh, they have this dog that's super cool. And so I can find those commonalities to begin my relationship with somebody. Yeah. And yes, I do that. Um, I'll admit it. That's kind of green, by the way. I stalked her on Facebook, just FYI. It, <laughs> yeah, you did. See, I'm so that grateful for that. Bit. Yeah, and it worked. Yeah, so so like getting to find that commonality, like I say, a relationship is born with kindness and commonality. So I find the commonality. Um, obviously, always be kind, always be humble, and then just grow that con with consistent tapping with whatever that is. So now if that's a client or somebody you meet, out and about or at a party another person the same thing i still use those same exact um traits i still use the terry jodine stuff that i got from her and i'm still using this whole uh, relationship whenever i meet anyone because it's become a habit and there's a spy there's some tools i can tell you about that can help yeah i want to um, i want to go back to what you said real fast and it was funny that you mentioned spending that time in the house in santa barbara and although it was beautiful it was very painful in order for you to learn this elevator pitch and i've been a sales guy all my life right and you know i think one of the misconceptions is for new agents specifically and i'll speak to that is when you don't have this sphere of influence or whatnot you're gonna have to find a way when when shereen talks about meeting and greeting somebody for the first time you're gonna have to find a way to talk to that person meet them where they're at but also not get into this like habit of this is who i am and this what makes me great right and you talked about like how do i kind of give the three minute elevator pitch that doesn't speak so much about how great I am, right? Or what I can do for them. And I always exactly. call it and benefit dump. And you know, some people just don't want to hear it, right? They want to know what's in it for them. So that's cool that you led you led into that. Chris, you got anything for? I was gonna really hit on that. And I love the fact that I think one of the biggest pieces for somebody like you mentioned in the beginning is trying to figure out how to build relationships because I get it a lot. Like, oh my God, what do I do? I don't know anybody. Well, okay, go out and start meeting people. Well, how? It sounds easy, but really it isn't. I think for most human behavioral patterns, we're not like the innate, like extroverted person where you can walk in a room. I, I can though, but not everybody's that way. I can walk in a room of 50 people I don't know and come out with 20 or 30 new phone numbers of people I haven't met, right? Shereen, you're the same way. Josh, you are too. But for those who are not, they're challenged with that. I love that concept of some four simple steps, some behavior patterns. But the number one key I've always saying myself you need to do more listening and less talking. That is the key to all this. If you can't do anything, just talk less and ask more questions and listen. So, yeah, I love it, Shereen. I was going to reiterate that too. Thank you for saying that. Yeah, Shereen, I do want you to. I do want you to jump into these tools, and I, you know, I, you've kind of already alluded to the number one tool, right? Everybody that is listening to this, I want you guys to understand one thing: is we are given the most powerful tool in the world, which is social media. It is the ability for you to go figure out 
you know, like Shereen said, she doesn't have to stalk anybody anymore. She doesn't need to know who their kids are. She doesn't need to know who, what their dog's name is. She doesn't need to know the birth dates, the anniversary dates, all that stuff. It's readily available. And if somebody just takes the time and says, okay, well, how can I connect with kindness with somebody, meet them where they're at, and then use that as a way to stay consistently in touch with them? That's great. So well, enough of me talking. Why don't you get into some of the tools that you maybe use to help you with these things? Yeah, so I um, went and found this little spiral notepad. It took me forever to find it, but it was a spiral notepad with just like three by five cards in it, okay? And I keep it all together. I like it spiral. So what I do is I have three of them. And one of them is for family. One of them is for friends. One of them is for other agents. Hmm. And um, it, it's it's really kind of, it's like Brent Gove in his yellow notebook. Yeah, notepad. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's so caveman here. However, oh, look at you, look at you with your yellow notepad. What I have in here is so that you flip, I have all three, you flip the page every day and it's got happy, my friend, Danielle Rump. This is on my friends, apparently. Um, I make sure I tag her, okay? Whether I give her a quick call, a quick text or whatever. Then you go to your, what's this one's family? I see, oh, Piper in Indianapolis. So anyway, you know, and then I flip the page and the next day it's another person. So I have that and I have that with realtors as well. So, um, and clients, realtors and clients. And what so specifically are you doing with those people? What happens, and you guys will know this, everybody that is listening to this ever will understand this. How many people in your life do you not touch enough that you care about? Many. Yeah. Okay. You go, oh my God, I haven't even talked to that person in six months. I, they don't even know. I really care about them. They don't even know that. So if you do this, then you are going to, so I made a list of each of those people, wow. put them in this thing, and then you just flip it every day and you make sure whether it's a text or maybe it's been a while, just go ahead and give them a random phone call or maybe just um, get on their social media, make a couple comments, whatever, just stay in touch and keep connecting because you cannot grow relationships if you don't do a consistent connection you lose relationships. So you know, what you know what I love about this? And I want to stay right here for a second. She goes, she's working with like archaic three by five note cards. Yeah. <laughs> Save that this Save industry, that. this industry that in already. Oh, this yeah. industry. I, I always say you can get like nickel and dime to death or $99 to death, right? There's a CRM for this and a platform for that and this and that and everything. And she's working with three by five note cards. That's awesome. I know but, it is pretty funny um, because I, I do love technology, but I have found that no matter, no, I couldn't make this happen any other way. And this is really simple and it just works because you just wow. flip the page and actually it's kind of fun. It's like, oh, cool. And like, I have my mom on here like every seven days on the family one so that I make <laughs> sure I try to get, I need to talk to my yeah, mom. Yeah, side of mama. Is this uh, like one, one thing I want to say that you said earlier too that really stuck in my head, Shireen, is you said that whatever system you're doing, find the one that you do 100% with. And those 100%. three by five cards, right? Those three by five cards for you, you do it 100%. And there's something to be said, like at our house, my girlfriend has this thing that you peel off a page every day and it's like a word of the day. It's kind of a mm -hmm. game. Right there by the front door, we peel it off like, hey, everybody stop. Here's the quote of the day. That's what you're doing. And it's kind mm -hmm. of a thing where you still feel human. I feel yeah. it's like, a, like I get to physically go touch some as tangible and I rip it or you flip yours and look at it. Beautiful. I love 
Yeah. And then just, you know, a couple of other things that I believe everybody expects customer service. Okay. Our clients, um, everybody does. My goal every single day is to figure out customer surprise. What is the surprise today? I am closing a deal up in Turtle Bay. I am driving up there with all these surprises for my clients so that then when they walk in the door, they will be so freaking surprised. They won't believe it. They're flying in from California today going to be driving up to Turtle Bay to their vacation home they've been wanting to have their entire life. And it's going to be so such a huge surprise when they walk in the door. So uh, I find no matter what, also with the other agent, when I close a deal, other agents don't expect a gift, but you send a big bouquet of flowers to the other agent in their office and they're so surprised. Just do things. I mean, I literally, like my assistant, Leah, I'm like, you need to stay awake at night thinking of ways I can surprise my clients and realtors. It's really, really important. That is what I am striving to do every day. People do not forget surprise. So if you want to really build relationships that last, 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 you need to keep coming up with surprises. And it's not easy. It takes time to figure that out. Well, I love you sharing those things with us. I think that, you know, there's a couple of implementable things that you can do, right? Like Mm -hmm. what makes a customer go, wow, and always keep that top of mind, but also find something that you can work every day, right? Do you work those note cards each and every day, or is it just during business day? I mean, it's just religious to you right now, right? Every day. Saturday and Sunday is just as important. And that way, you know, years go by, but there's people that are important to you and you have tapped them and a little drip system, you know, whatever, four or five times in a year. With a personal connection. And I think that that's what can't be lost in this whole thing, right? We've always, you know, myself included, look, I, I'm, I'm, I'm very self-aware, but, you know, we always try to figure out ways to make our life easier. I mean, that's a pretty mm-hmm. simple, easy step and that you can put in your, very thing, easy. what, 30 minutes, 10 minutes at times. Yeah. So, and I That's also awesome. believe in calling people on their birthday instead of texting or putting it on Facebook. I think a quick phone call is just a really good idea. People don't call people anymore. So that's yeah. another thing I, I try to put into, into play. I love it. Chris, you got anything else for Shireen? I got a couple of questions I want to ask her as it pertains to business. Cause I'm just super interested in Hawaii real estate, but um, Chris, you got anything? You know, I just want to just really capitalize on the fact that Shireen, I want to make people, people realize this, that she has been born into real estate in the industry as a whole, but realistically her career started in what, 2014, right? 2015. Yeah. With selling houses. Selling houses. But the most impactful piece that made her real estate business extremely successful was what? All those seeds that she planted previously in all her other areas of her business, whether it was titled escrow, interior design. So this is just one of the things that people want to always make excuses. I'm going to say of why they cannot make this work. And you've just proven the reality is that it's extremely easy. It's, it's archaic. And I don't mean that in a negative way. It's archaic and it's simple, but I just want to really bring praise to you and thank you for coming on board and sharing with some of the stuff that I know is very digestible for anybody listening to this podcast. Um, Good. That's, that's yeah. So I think the beauty of this conversation is that we're all three business partners in a sense, right? We're all in different states. Uh, you know, obviously, Shereen in Hawaii, Chris, you're over in California. I'm in Middle America, right? Indianapolis, and uh, we all have this camaraderie together through EXP. And I don't want to spend a lot of time on this, but I do want to acknowledge. And, and Shereen, if you can talk to this for a second, I do want to acknowledge that the power behind being able to sit with somebody like Shereen 
I would have never had the insight into some of the simple things that she does on a daily basis if I wasn't given this platform. And so talk a little bit about that. Like what's EXP done for you, Shereen? Um, where do you kind of see this thing going? What's your goals kind of moving forward and, and just kind of yeah. share with the audience? Yeah, EXP has been the biggest godsend ever in business. Like just unbelievable. When I saw EXP, thank you, Chris. When I <laughs> when I saw it, having come from watching my grandmother sell real estate till she had an aneurysm in her brain, watching my dad, he's 81, and I still see him dabble, even though he's supposedly given everything to my brother. Yeah. You know what I mean? To run. But it's just the same there in Sacramento by Chris. Mm -hmm. um, but it's just, you know... How do I say this? I don't know. It's just been an amazing journey. And and when I heard about EXP and I realized this would have been the answer to my ancestors. And yet here now it is for me. It's one of the biggest reasons I didn't want to get in real estate because there was no end to it. Um, my parents have a lot of property rentals, but they're a pain in the butt too. So there wasn't really a lovely ending to real estate. So when I saw this, you can't even, nobody could have stopped me from coming in. Chris, was there any talking me into this? Well, no, no there was a delay in you watching it, but that well, I wouldn't watch it for three months. Trigger, but once I watched it, you pulled the trigger as soon as you did, boy. It was instantaneous. It was immediate. I was all capital letters. I said to him, no, I'm in. Like I'm in. nobody could have stopped me. To me, it was clear as day. And every time I sponsor someone that sees it like I did, I know they're gonna rock it. So I came in and I just, I was so thankful to be able to share this with other agents. Um, obviously I have a lot of agent friends all over. Um, so I've only brought in 42 agents, which isn't that many um, because I've been selling real estate this whole time. But you know, that 42 agents turned into 780 agents and it's just, um, it's, it's mind blowing. I really am to the point that I could stop selling real estate, but I do still love it. And I have a wonderful team that I really am enjoy mentoring. Um, we're gonna, I'm gonna keep doing this a while longer until I feel they are, you know, until I feel like my team is, you know, okay for me to step back. Um, I'm here it. for them right now. Um, and my daughter, who's really helping taking over as well. So, um, but yeah, I'm telling you, I didn't think at 57 that I would have, I ha would have done completely be ready to retire in real estate. That would never have happened in any other company ever in a million years. It wouldn't have happened. I know that I've been around the industry too long. Yeah. So now to be able to have just put same with Chris, just be able to get to the point of not having to sell real estate, even though I still do, because I really have to admit, I still am really enjoying it, but it's great not to be worried about what I'm making in three months. You know, I what it. I did when I was, when I was selling real estate and that was the only income I had, there was always that 90 day knot, I call it in my stomach and that is gone. Um, I absolutely love what I'm doing and I love this company and the platform and the training. And there's no end. I can't believe the support things you guys are doing right here. So much stuff like this is right here at our fingertips. So no, I am just grateful, beyond grateful that this company found me. That's awesome. Well, before we wrap this up, I want to get into Hawaii real estate. Chris, I know you spent some time over there. Um, I, I have not spent any time over there, but talk to me a little bit about like, just for everybody around me, because there's a lot of people around me, middle America, you're, you're going to listen to this or watch it. And so talk to what does the, the landscape of real estate look like out there? Like what's your average sales price? What's the biggest home you've ever sold? 
those sort of things. Just try to have, uh Yeah, it's 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 different world out here. I mean, it is yeah, similar to like similar to Bay Area maybe, but um and a few areas in the in the nation, but it's very expensive. But you know, still average home price can still be if you also include condos. If you include condo prices and single family homes, then your average would be a million. So it's right at an average of a million. I mean, and I know that I laugh because last year we did like 60 transactions and the average it was a million. Isn't that funny? Because we did 60 transactions and 60 million. So that's how I know, like that's what ours is. But it's um, but I did just have my biggest sale and it was 10 and a half mil. So that was cool. That was an ocean front. Um, so we do, you know, I, people move here and they have terrible sticker shock. We have so many military, and by the way, they are my favorite clients. Um, we have so many military coming and going, and um, we have six military bases on Oahu. So we have a lot of that. Um, they get here and they're in total sticker shock, you know, total sticker shock. But at the same time, VA will loan in Hawaii. There's no limit, whatever they qualify for a payment. So 100% financing on whatever. Okay. Um, which is really cool. So basically it's just a, it's a beautiful, beautiful place to live. There's not an ugly place here. There are, you're near a beach, no matter where you are. Um, it's tropical. It's gorgeous every day, 365 days a year. And it's like the most amazing place I've ever been. <laughs> yeah. Sounds well, horrible to live, but I'm okay. jealous. I have to say. <laughs> you asked, I wasn't going to yeah, throw that no, out there. I appreciate yeah. it. I love it. Well, Shereen, I'm going to wrap it up. I'm going to let Chris say his goodbyes too. I first and foremost just want to say thank you for spending a few minutes. I, it was a pleasure getting to know you, uh, pleasure getting to know kind of what makes you go and what makes you tick and what your background looks like. So for that, I thank you. And uh, I'm going to sign off here, Chris, if you have anything before we wrap it up, I just wanted to say thank you. Same here. Much humble, gratefulness. I mean, honestly, just between you and I, Shereen, you know, I love you to death. You are, I call you my unicorn. Um, people on this podcast don't know that and probably don't understand the meaning behind it, but it doesn't matter. Uh, you're very, very important and dear and close to my heart. So you and I both have changed our lives tremendously. This, I want everybody to understand though, this Team Freedom podcast that we're trying to create that value that people like Shereen, $60 million producer, that we have multiple of these kind of people with top, top talent. And the team freedom is an environment that we're creating to add value to everybody across the board. Whether you're selling a million or 60 million, doesn't matter. Everything in between. But this is a resource that we want to create. And we'll do this daily, weekly, right? Weekly, Josh, to help create yep. and add value. And that this is what we're going to share. This is about being connected to the most powerful people that you can rub shoulders with. Proximity is power. And this proves it right here. So thanks. And I lied. Before we sign off here, I, I want to say this, and, and I think this goes to the power of EXP and what Team Freedom is all about, is it doesn't matter if you're operating in New York City or off you're on a, the islands of Hawaii, right? This stuff that Shereen talked about today are some of the things that you can put inside your business today, implement today, walk away with some success with, because she's proven it, right? And it's all built on relationships. It's super simple to digest and implement. And so again, Shereen, thanks for sharing a few nuggets with us. And uh, I appreciate your time. Thank you, guys. I can't wait to hear your other people. I'm really excited about your podcast. Awesome, Shereen. Well, I know you got a hard stop. And uh, we will catch you guys on the next episode. If you guys have anything for us, you know how to find us. And uh, we will be back with episode two next week. Take care, guys. Right on. Aloha. Aloha.